0: Rowley McLean, and this is the Play a Bigger Game podcast, where we bring you tips, tricks, ideas, and interviews to help you play a bigger game. And today we've got an awesome interview with the Laughter Doctor, Scotty Williams. So, Scotty Williams is an expert at helping people play a happier game and I thought that was a a great opportunity to build on last week's podcast where we talked about looking for things to make you smile as you transition between one place and another. Scotty's got a book out called The Happy Human which is all about just being happier whether you're transitioning or sitting on your lounge or at work or wherever. How are you Scotty? Uh, very well, thank you, uh, Rowdy, and
1: thanks for the invitation to join you on your, your brilliant weekly podcasts.
0: But it's, uh, it's an absolute pleasure. And so let's dive straight in. The average listener on the program is looking to get ahead, make some progress, sort their, uh, their world out, and uh, I reckon you can give them some ideas about, well, let's start with the correlation between happy, health and success. Is there any correlation? Oh, absolutely. I mean,
1: in a very uh, generalised sense, it's been shown that happy people are generally healthier people, uh, and healthy people are generally happier people. Uh, Happiness is something that is not uh, simply a mindset, not simply trying to think happy thoughts or anything like that. Happiness depends on our inner disposition. So, what we really have to do, in a in a in a major sense, is to look at how we approach uh, our our attitudes. I mean, often it's said that you know uh, a positive mental attitude is a is a uh, is a winner, such a like like optimism. But optimism is is not simply positive thinking as such. It's really being able to see the potential. For positive change. So I consider optimism to be more of a, a, a verb than a noun. We've got to be able to see that we're making progress. This is what pushes us towards that uh, that point of, of rocking it. The more we sense that we're not able to achieve the goal we're trying to do, the further we go downhill towards that uh, point the flexibility threshold where, you know, it's the furthest you can push uh, without, uh, without snapping. Uh, and we can go down that, that, that back end uh, in direct proportion to the level of confidence we have in the ability to execute a particular task. So in a nutshell, we've got to be really careful what we commit to and then don't put too much pressure on ourselves uh, to, uh, to realise that in, a, in an unrealistic time frame. Because all of that leads to uh, to a, a, a sense of hopelessness and helplessness, which impacts on our negative or positive bias.
0: Yeah, do you think do you think we're we're just too serious
1: sometimes? well we we are we're, we're, we're very serious but it, it you know it's not entirely our fault the latest figures show us that for every single good news story we hear whether it's in social media whether it's on the news on the television and newspaper for every single good news story we've been hit with 17 bad news stories so there's this negativity tsunami that is is overwhelming uh, and this raises our stress levels um, When we look at stress levels, the dictionary defines stress as, you know, uh, a human's ability to recognize a a real or perceived threat. And and today, unfortunately, we have so many perceived threats uh, that our stress levels, you know, uh, continue to to ride up into the red zone. And
0: that creates all sorts of physical and and, uh, psychological problems for us. 17 to 1, that's a pretty huge ratio. Would you recommend that we don't read the paper and watch the news? Well, look, it, it's amazing how many
1: people have actually said, you know, um, I go away on holidays and I, I don't watch TV because I'm sitting on the beach or doing whatever I'm doing, going out to a restaurant, um, and uh, it's amazing how much better I feel. Even at home, without having to be on holidays, I know of people that have said, look, you know, I just turned the television off for a week as far as news goes and I felt better because they reach a point where they almost feel uh, helpless because there's nothing they can do to change it. These things continue to happen um, and whilst it's true that on a on a grand scale perhaps we can't change it, um, so all we can do is look at our own lives and try and improve our own lives day by day and in small steps. It doesn't necessarily have to be big steps we we just have to try and keep on the the side of our our positive
0: bias lots of stress lots of bad news so how do we lighten up well uh, that that's interesting i
1: mean people tend to look at uh, comedians i mean uh, uh, with a background in in comedy myself You know, comedians uh, watching a funny story on TV, uh, you know, watching YouTube, listening to a watching Seinfeld, whatever it might be, that kind of laughter only accounts for 15% of our overall um, laughter levels or or our ability to to feel uh, a positive. Uh, Sense only fifteen percent, eighty-five percent of our our laughter comes from our social interaction with other people. Now, this isn't uh, social interaction with uh, you know through Facebook or through social media, uh, which is a, a whole other story and and has some positive benefits. But at, at this stage in our our. Uh, evolutionary process that has an enormous amount of uh, negative influence too, if we're not careful. Uh, but 85% of our, our laughter stems from social interaction with others. And unfortunately, and, and, and when I say that, you know, you can look at a group of four or five people that are standing around in a bar having a drink and having a laugh, and when you analyse what they're actually saying, they're not swapping jokes uh, to trigger the laughter. It's simply that interaction with people that you enjoy being with so as we get more stressed as we get more tired as we get more over committed to things that we take on we because we feel tired we go well look I'm not going to make the effort to go out and and sit with a friend and have a cup of coffee or, or go out with a small group of people that I I like being with um and that's the exact opposite of what we should be doing. It's it's a bit like exercising when you feel tired. You think, oh, I can't be bothered doing this. But if we actually did it, we'd end up feeling better for it. So in this hectic uh, pace that we're living today, it's more important than ever to get out and share time with good quality friends and and avoid as much as possible people who make us toxic and that could be our friends that could even be our family you know simply because they're your family doesn't necessarily mean that they're not toxic and and you know should be
0: avoided so um, more beers more restaurants that's what you're recommending Scotty Uh, well you
1: know (laughs) everything everything in moderation but yes certainly uh you know good food whether it's in a bar whether it's in a restaurant whether it's walking along the beach with a, a mate What's important is finding the time to be able to um, commit time for yourself, as in with your partner, with your loved one, uh, but also uh, with the the wider world as well, with some of the people that you in, enjoy the company of. Uh, if you do that on a regular basis, find a time, whether it's, you know, two hours on a Sunday afternoon or a uh, a Thursday night or Friday night, but discipline, reg- regular, that's that's what everything in life takes. If you want to lose weight, uh, stop smoking. If you want to feel happier, it takes discipline. Um, Let me just say that, that unexpected laughter is a wonderful thing. You know, we walk down the street, we see something happen and we laugh, and that's wonderful, but unfortunately, it doesn't happen often enough today. So when it comes to our own laughter... We have to set in place a what I call a daily laughter plan to go in in search of things that will make us laugh, and certainly technology is is has been a real bonus for this.
0: A daily laughter plan—that's an interesting concept. Let's talk some more about that. What does a daily laughter plan oh, a DLP, look like? DLP. A daily laughter plan.
1: When you're feeling um, a little uh, a little heavy. Uh, to have the ability to access something that you know makes you laugh. I mean, for example, YouTube is the future of television. We've got thousands of channels up there. If you're into knitting, there's a channel for you. If you're into old black and white movies, there's a channel for you. It's all up there. It's all free and it's all accessible through our devices. Now, my favourite channel is one called Uh, laughter animals uh now just forward slash youtube uh uh, actually no uh, sorry it's called talking animals uh and talking animals and and what people do is they try to video their family pets and give them a uh, give them a, a voice uh they take national geographics programs and they you know we see zebras talking to each other telling jokes and 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 you know to have that bookmarked in your browser when you're having a bit of a tough day you know, the best thing you can do is just step away from the moment, that moment of stress, that moment of angst, uh, and and do something else. So, if we can stand on a balcony like you do, looking out at the ocean, that can be, and, and just being still, that can be a wonderful thing. But if you're trapped in your office uh, and you're feeling that, then, you know, to be able to jump in front of your browser and, you know, go to your bookmark of talking animals and find something that you just kick back for a, a couple of minutes and have a laugh, you can step away from your desk and suddenly feel, you know, tremendously uh lifted uh which then gives you the ability to
0: to to move forward in a more positive frame of mind it's an interesting idea you know and and everything that you've just said is absolutely true and i've got a i've got a mate of mine that i played footy with that i catch up with maybe twice a year but when i do I, i just it's like i laugh for three hours and if you ask me what i laughed about i I can't really remember. It's not like he, you know, we're telling each other jokes, like you said, and and so you know, you just made me think I, I should spend some more time in in his company because we do just enjoy exactly. Life and... It's
1: it's finding those people that you you do enjoy uh, the company of, and I mean, you and I ourselves, you know, with some of our speaker buddies over the last couple of years, you know. Keith Abraham, Malcolm MacLeod, uh, Tim Longhurst, all of these people, you know, that we all get together and just spend the day sitting, chatting, talking, laughing. And how good do we feel when we work? Well, I know we're supposed to be there to try and develop ideas and concepts, but in the end, you know, in between lunch, uh, you know, we're just having a, a really good time. And the positive impact that that has is, should never be underestimated. We can't lock ourselves away.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think the other thing I'd like to explore with you, Scotty, is you know I've I've worked with a whole heap of comedians over the years, and and you know I love the comedy shows like we just mentioned Seinfeld and and all of that, and I I think what's your favourite Seinfeld episode? Oh, mate, I I love the one where Kramer adopts part of the highway and decides that he'll change the width of the lanes and and the sideage and all that As stuff. As he hangs
1: out of the car with his white, mark, with his white paint marker. <laughs> uh, Kramer was a brilliant character, and I, and, I mean, Michael Richards is a very funny man. I mean, I, I loved it when he was in the apartment and he took the, the fly screen door and put it on the front of the apartment and it would sit outside the apartment in a, a you know, a little chair with a little American flag stuck in the side there. And, or the talk show. Remember when he did the television <laughs> television talk show inside the apartment? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and when he did the uh he invented the coffee table book.
1: Yes. The became book a co- coffee co-
0: table.
1: <laughs> Isn't it? See, I mean it, but it was brilliant writing and it was not just, you know, Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld. I mean they had a team of writers that 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 really got it and were really able to tap in to the things that we experience every day. There was nothing too highfalutin about the concept of the program it was it, remember it was just a it was a show about nothing
0: yeah show about nothing the thought i had is comedians and comics they look at the world a little bit differently to see things that that we see as normal they see as quite funny and then they're able to reveal the funny side of that to us is that something you're born with or something that you learn um, look i i think that they're we we are definitely um,
1: born with a particular bias. Now, if we just look at, say, a positive and negative bias, you know, there is such a thing as a as a born optimist and a, and a born pessimist. It, it's it's somewhat uh, in our DNA. So I think there's also um, on the back of that uh, the ability to to develop probably more than um, more than born with it to develop a, a sense of humor or a way of looking at life and if you look at the uh, you know, many of the comedians many of the highly successful comedians you know the Robin Williams, the Rowan Atkinson's, the Tommy uh, the Tony Hancocks uh, you know a lot of the really highly successful comedians came out of a bad childhood uh, or or uh, you know a, a feeling of inadequacy and so therefore uh, you know, if they were, they were picked on or felt inadequate, they used laughter as a way of covering up that. Um, I, I often felt as a comedian that because I was generally so happy all the time, I was never going to be uh, as truly successful as I could have been because I, I didn't have enough, you know, heaviness. <laughs> um, you know, we know the loss of Robin Williams recently, um, you know, was this sad and terrible thing, but his whole life he'd been burdened with uh, you know depression, and yet, uh, and 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 you know this this sense of unworthiness, this sense of never being good enough, and you think, how is that possible for somebody who was so brilliant and successful in in virtually everything that they did? So. Um, life is, is not easy and we don't have any kind of book to follow that tells us how. Even the Happy Human book is, uh, you know, as is, is successful as it's been and, you know, it, it just gives us, you know, a couple of the little basics on what we can do on a daily basis to, to try and improve it. What we've got to do is just be aware that there are things that we can do to improve our lives and as long as we we have that as front of mind uh and not for, forget about it we have less chance of being bogged down in the minutiae of 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 the negativeness that does tend to pervade so many things from the share market to you to you know to relationships and marriage today
0: so in a second i'm going to get you to give me what 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 are your top tips for playing a happier game? But first of all, I'd like to know, who are, who are your favourite comedians? Oh, look, um, as, as far as comedians go, I
1: mean, was in Australia, uh, I don't think there's any question that that people like Carl Barron are, are I love just, Carl Barron. <laughs> wonderful. And again, Carl is just Carl. He's, you know, it, the greatest thing Australia has or had was its its wonderful dry laconic wit, its ability to you know give you the shirt off your back if you're in trouble, uh, and and that's what we've got to be careful of of not losing as we become so wound up today, Australia's you know rapidly losing its its sense of humor and the ability to laugh at itself which which you know was so valuable in days gone by Carl Barron sort of just brings that out much like you know Jamoan did uh, a decade earlier uh, you know it was it was just his delivery it was the way he did it he was believable and he was likable um, you know we get a, a few hardcore comedians Irish and otherwise that come through here and they do uh quite quite well we don't have too many you know Arge Barker is one who has spent a great deal of time uh in Australia and and so despite being an uh, an overseas comic really really gets Australia and so he (laughs) enjoys great success here um uh, so you know Amanda Keller we've got some really funny women in here Jean Kitson um and of course, you know, overseas, you've got you've got the uh, the Louis CK, and look, I love Larry David. I love watching your curb your enthusiasm, and and uh, you know, so I, I I think I like that slightly irreverent comedy as well, without without going too crude. I don't think there's you know there's any real necessity to to be continually filthy. There's enough funny things in life. Uh, that are clean, and and my stand-up comedy show, obviously, is as you've seen before, is 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 very clean. But we talk about life, love, happiness. I mean, you know, you can find a single line like, um, you know, married men that have a little bit too much to drink begin to see double and feel single. It's a great <laughs> line, uh, and from that we can, you know, we can talk about marriage and all sorts of other things. So, uh, I, I think, I think clean, funny comedy uh, carries a far greater value than just a, you know, just a blue joke.
0: I agree, I agree. There's a, a guy on the Gold Coast named uh, Johnny Garfield that did every sportsman lunch in Australia, I reckon. <laughs> Johnny
1: God rest his soul, he was a beautiful, uh, beautiful performer. And the, and the thing that made Johnny Garfield so much better was that you could put him in a, a, a room with a bunch of blokes after a golf day that a half shot and he could be, a, you know, a tap into the group and be as crude as he liked and, uh, and hit the mark. But you could just as easily put him, you know, in a Catholic... Uh, with the teachers and a whole lot of a whole lot of nuns, and and <laughs> uh, he would still deliver a, a fabulously funny uh, presentation with no crudity at all. So, so he had the ability. Some comics don't know anything else, and and it, you know they get a cheap laugh, but it's certainly not. A Seinfeld quality laugh. Do you know
0: what I loved about Johnny is uh, I reckon I saw him 50 times. I reckon I knew his jokes better than he did, and yet I would be in tears laughing at the same joke. I knew the punchline and everything yeah. and it was still hilariously funny. It is
1: it's the way it's the way you tell it and that gets us back to Carl Barron and 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 Jamoan both who have uh, a certain style of delivery that's not too pushed a bit like the old Dave Allen uh, in the old in the early days it's it's a it's a style of delivery that's not too intense as opposed to you know Robin Williams, who I saw a couple of times, and uh, you know you'd be absolutely exhausted by the end of the presentation because <laughs> it, it, he was just so full on. Richard, uh, Richard Pryor was another one like that. Uh, Eddie Murphy was a bit like that.
0: I took my kids to see Carl Barron up at the Brisbane Entertainment Centre a couple of months ago, and he's funny, and he talks about. Most of his jokes are just about growing up and the experience with his brother and his mum and his dad. And I walked out of it and uh, I've got my four kids with me and we stand standing around and I've gone, that was so good, that was so good. And it's a pity that you guys probably didn't get most of it. And they've gone, what do you mean? I've gone, well, like, your mum and dad don't do those things. And then they started to laugh. They've gone, you do all of those things, Dad. You do all of those things. No, I do not. Our kids tend to pick us up, don't they? <laughs> it was funny. They were in stitches thinking uh-huh. that I thought I didn't do that stuff, you know. Well, yeah. know,
1: I, I think this is another point what we, that we're talking about in terms of what we can do. You know, so often these comedians of all sorts of um, uh, areas of, of life come through from different places around our country or overseas, and, and, you know, they're there. All we have to do is ring up Ticketek or wherever it might be and and make the time to 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 go and see it. We've got to create the discipline of going in search of that laugh uh, so that, that we can feel better.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably absolute great advice, and it's good advice for me, you know, just remind myself to hang out with that mate of mine who laughs a bit, spend some time with my kids laughing exactly. at, uh, at and, and myself.
1: And what happens in a marriage, I mean, you know, uh, one in three marriages, nearly one in two ending in divorce today. Uh, And and one of the reasons for that is that we start out with this this desire to want to provide for our family, and then sometimes it can just become so all-consuming that the the actual relationship, that same relationship that you want to nurture with your mate to get together, uh, that same relationship needs to be nurtured with with your partner because if it starts to suffer um, you know it, it does the, the 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 relationship no good at all so in we've got to find time to, to share uh, time with our loved ones in, in a similar sense uh, otherwise we will end up having you know a continuation of, of you know this breakdown in 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 marriage and it's more often than not um, not because they don't love each other, but they've just lost touch. And Mark Twain, I quoted in my Happy Human keynote presentation, Mark Twain said that we only work in life so that we may have life outside of work, and, and that's what we tend to forget. When it all becomes about work, when it all becomes about, you know, achieving this or achieving that, we do ourselves a disservice, we do our family a disservice, and, um, you know, we can end up just uh, creating unnecessary problems for ourselves in a life that's already tough and at times a struggle.
0: I've really enjoyed this chat and unfortunately we're going to have to bring it to a close. I know people can get some uh, more information in the Happy Human book. Where can they get hold of that?
1: Uh, look, you can just go and visit um, thehappyhuman.me. Uh, so instead of .com or .com.au, <laughs> just go to .me, uh, thehappyhuman.me. Uh, and that's where you can uh, uh, find it. You can also uh, buy The Happy Human in ebook form off uh, Apple or e- uh, iBooks, any, any of the uh, the good uh, outlets. So you can ebook form, or if you go and visit thehappyhuman.me, you can order a hard copy with free postage around Australia and have it within a couple of days. And uh, start to put together your daily laughter plan. Yeah, That's it. Put together your daily laughter plan. Like... Uh, uh, you know, the teachers in the classroom talking about whales and the teacher said it was physically impossible for a whale to swallow a human being, uh, even though the whale was a very large mammal because its throat was so small. And this you know, young girl looked up and said, but teacher, Jonah swallowed uh, Jonah was swallowed by a whale and the teacher said no the whale couldn't swallow it was impossible and so the little girl said well when I get to heaven I'm going to ask Jonah and, <laughs> and the teacher said and what if Jonah went to hell she said then you can ask him." <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I could see it's it covered the but it's still medicine. funny mate uh, Scotty it's been awesome having you on the Play Bigger Game podcast I hope that some stage we can get you back and have another bit of a chat about what's uh, making you happier in life and uh, some of the work that you're doing and give us some other tips about uh, what we can add to our daily laughter plan I love the idea I'm going to put mine together right now thanks for being on the show mate absolutely a pleasure Rowdy take care